Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Planners on Purpose podcast. I'm Naomi, your host, and I'm I'm excited to be here with you today. We are going to talk a little bit about requirements to become a certified event professional. Um, In my last couple episodes, we've been really talking about the journey of standing out as an event professional. And one of those ways to do that is perhaps getting a certification or a designation. Um, in one of the previous episodes, I believe it's the episode prior to this one, I shared my journey in brief about how I became a certified event professional and all of the elements that was going on in my life. Um, however, I overcame that and still was able to achieve my designation. And I want you to achieve what you want in your event planning career as well. But first, let me introduce myself for those of you that do not know me. Hello, I'm Naomi Tucker. I am an event professional turned high performance coach, and I intentionally work with ambitious leaders like you in the event planning space to build effective time-saving and leadership strategies so that you can manage your many commitments and love the lives you lead. I empower you to be a planner on purpose. To live on purpose means to intentionally develop self-mastery, to be confident in the goals that you have set for your life, and to be a force in moving forward to keep it. And this podcast is all about highlighting that, highlighting those intentional steps we take in our lives, story of other event professionals, and give some strategies to help you along the way on your self-discovery journey. So we have a little bit of everything and these last few episodes, we've been delving into the concept of standing out and maybe getting some type of certification and designation to help you stand out and to increase your knowledge in a particular area. I'm really excited to just talk to you a little bit about the CMP. You probably hear that often and you see that behind people's names For instance, my name is Naomi Tucker, but I have my designation CMP behind it. What does that really mean? What is the certified events professional? And um, what would that mean to you if you haven't gotten one? Now, I might have two sets of types of people that are actually listening to me today. I might have one aside, which is I already have my CMP, Naomi. (laughs) And then you have another side where you really are interested in understanding what this designation is and how it can apply to you. I think that both sides can really benefit from today's episode. So definitely tune in if you're a veteran and you have your CMP and you know this stuff. Well, go ahead and share this episode with someone that you perhaps know doesn't have a designation and perhaps was curious about taking some type of designation. This could possibly help them push them in a, in a positive direction of moving forward to doing that. As we get started, let's talk about what is the CMP certification. Now, CMP stands for Certified Meetings Professional, and what it is is a designation that the Events Industry Council, also known as EIC, they launched the CMP in 1985. Gotta love acronyms, huh? Our industry is full of them. 
So they did this though to enhance the knowledge and the performance of meeting and event professionals. It was to promote the credibility of the meeting profession and to really um, elevate and advance these uniform standards of practice. To do that, meeting professionals got together to get this designation together and provide it to the world. Which so over 12,000 meeting professionals in 45 countries hold that designation currently. Now you might be an event professional that is wondering, is a CMP for me? Should I really get a CMP? Well, here are some of the benefits. I know when I was getting my CMP, what really helped me was seeing what those benefits were to getting my CMP. And really, it's so great that this is a designation that has been um, maintained over the years, over 30 plus years. The EIC is composed of many event professionals that dedicate themselves to maintaining the standard of excellence for the CMP over the years. I think that's really great about this designation and that it also helps you to see that it's a designation that's not going away anytime soon. The CMP designation truly represents a standard of excellence, or you can say a badge of excellence in the event industry. When we see a CMP behind someone's name or any designation, really, it shows that they have that particular skill set that that particular uh, designation wants you to have. So for instance, the CMP, when you have it, it means you have a certain amount of education around the field, certain amount of experience, and you are able to pass the test that showcases that you have a standard, a basic understanding of the excellence, the standard excellence that the CMP wants you to understand and absorb. Now, the other thing that I thought was really really awesome about the CMP is that it's a globally recognized designation. It's not just limited to the U.S. It's not just limited to, you know, um, European. It's really global. So anywhere anybody has the opportunity to hold this designation, which I feel is a really great thing. What are the benefits to you? I know sometimes you're like, okay, what is the benefits to me? Because it's not it's it's not cheap <laughs> to go after your CMP, right? You are investing in your future. You are investing in you. So with that, are there benefits that help you see that your investment was a really notable and worthy investment? And I would say yes, because having your CMP also clears the way for you to have salary enhancements in your position at your current role. It And it really helps you to create a case for asking for that salary enhancement. Also, it also helps you to advance in your career. Typically, there are employers that are looking for certain levels of experience and levels of designation. And that gives you an opportunity to be in a different space or consideration for those positions. So that is a huge benefit as well. There are some positions out there that they only want to consider individuals that have their CMP or an industry designation that is comparable. Also, it is a personal achievement. Um, Many times there are a lot of us that come through event planning and we just fall right in. 
There are some amazing hospitality and meeting and event management programs that are out there these days. But I know when I was coming up, there wasn't. They were just just getting started, right? With that said, a lot of people fall into event planning and this helps you to just make sure, hey, I've learned a lot on my current role, but do I know do I know the basics? Do I have a well-rounded view of what being a meeting professional is? And it is a personal achievement to receive your CMP because you can say, yes, I I now feel as though I have a basic understanding about all of the elements of events so that if you throw me into a wedding situation, I would know how to execute that. If you throw me into a citywide conference, I have a very good understanding on the elements involved in pulling that together, etc. It also is really cool because when you're a CMP, there's this unspoken language amongst peers. If I see someone else that has a CMP, that means, oh, they have their CMP. They went through that process. We have this, I guess, this relatable moment together and there's this peer acceptance that happens. And I'm not saying that, that means that a person that has their CMP won't talk to anybody that doesn't. It totally isn't that, but it is just, I see you have your CMP. I understand what you went through to get that because it wasn't easy and I can relate and I understand and good for us. <laughs> so that's what it's about. There are some fun facts too about CMPs that I feel would also help you build a case for if you want to know if being a CMP is for you. The first one is that 83% of CMPs have been in the industry for 10 years or more. I thought that was pretty decent because in our industry, there can be so much turnover. So many people are getting out of the industry, but to know that those that have their CMP, they feel confident in staying in the industry. They are basically secured to a foundation of a longer plight in the industry, and they are retain themselves longer in the industry. 72% are in manager, managerial roles are higher. That is really great too. It also helps give some substance to the career advancements that I talked about before. That's a benefit of the CMP. The fact that 72% are in managerial roles speaks to that there is a lot of CMPs that are able to have some type of career advancement and promotion and get into those managerial roles or higher. And 98%, now that's almost 100, y'all, 98% said they're satisfied or highly satisfied with their careers. So if you're a CMP, it seems as though CMPs love what they do and they're in it for the long term. So I thought that that was some great fun facts about CMPs. So if you are a driven individual who's really excited about their career and really wants to make this career long term for yourself, Getting your CMP definitely is something that you should do. Now, I hope that helps you say, hmm, I really want to go after the CMP and how do I do it? What are the requirements of going on this CMP journey? What is my path? Well, I'm going to tell you and it's just going to be two quick steps, right? (laughs) For all of you all who are listening and you're hearing me say two quick steps, I'm pretty sure you're like, oh yeah, it's not really two quick steps, Naomi. But really it can be summarized into two key components. The first one is you need to complete an application 
to demonstrate your eligibility. Once approved, you need to successfully pass a written examination covering all the functions in meeting management, which is going to require some study, but those are the two. Now, the pathway to that might be slightly different, so I'll just go through what that really means. Going through your CMP journey, the first step is determining what are the eligibility rules, because quite frankly, not everyone has the experience and the education to be able to um to get their CMP. So I just want to share with you what that would be. And the first one we'll delve into is the type of professional experience that you need to have. When you break down professional experience, EIC is looking for you to choose one of these three options. The first option is you should have 36 months of experience full-time in meeting event management, exhibition, hospitality, and the tourism industry. You have to upload your application and your application or your resume is going should demonstrate that you have that ability in the event industry and they can ascertain 36 months of experience from your resume. Option two you need to have 24 months of experience and an industry degree. So you can have an associate's degree or higher in the hospitality, tourism, event management field, but you also need to have 24 months experience in the past five years. They don't have to be in consecutive months. So that's option two for you. Option three is having 36 months as an educational instructor. So if you are an educational instructor listening to this, You just need 36 months of you being a full-time instructor of a meeting, event, exhibition, hospitality, tourism management program. And you need to upload all the documentation to support that. If you fall into one of those three uh, different options, then you for sure have the experience. Now, if you're listening to this and you see that you don't have that experience, then you might want to make sure that you're getting the adequate experience that you need to in order for you to complete this area. Now, let's move on to education. For education, you have to choose one of two options. First option is to have 25 clock hours of educational activities that you've completed over the past five years, and those have to be face-to-face conference, webinars, or individual class sessions and they all add up to 25 clock hours. You need to have all of the documentation that you need around this so that those who are reviewing your application can see that you have those hours. Also, option two is you can also have an industry internship that has taken place in the last five years, but also represents a minimum of 200 hours of work experience in a professional organization and through an accredited educational institution university, right? We need to make sure of that too. So this is an area that when I started to take my CMP, I had to go back into my archives. (laughs) I mean, I probably was in the industry for more than 10 years or more um, before I got my CMP and I needed to go back to all of the conferences and things like that that I had completed over the last five years in order for me to be able to showcase that I do have that educational support. Once you do that, you submit your application in. There is an application fee, and I think there's a 
little waiting period and you'll see if your application is approved or if it's denied. Now, if it's approved, then you are able to go forth and register for your exam within a specific time frame. And if your application is denied, you will have to go back to the drawing board and make sure that you have the requirements that are needed in order to submit your application again. Okay. So that's what it's required to do your certified meetings designation. And once you are approved and once you start to study for your exam, I invite you to be a part of a CMP study group that would really help enhance your learning. Planners on Purpose does have a study group that you can participate in. You can go to plannersonpurpose.com slash CMP, and you'll be able to see all the information surrounding that study group. But having a study group and some accountability partners, is going to be super helpful with you being able to pass your CMP. Well, I don't want to have this get too long, but I wanted to make sure that I shared those eligibility requirements with you. I hope that helps give you a little bit more of a well-rounded understanding about the certified meeting professional designation, what are the requirements, why you should apply, and how you can be best supported on your study journey. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Planners on Purpose podcast. Have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.